Hi, I'm Tracy Walton, Atlassian Consultant here at ISOS Technology, and I'm here with Anne Kahraman, our Principal Agilist. And today we're going to talk about organizational swarming. So we're on to the next problem around how do I get everything done? How do we get everything in the world done all at once? I've got a lot of things that I need done by my teams and in my company. And, you know, like I had some big expectations about getting it all done. We spent months and months launching and hatching those big, hairy, audacious goals. Why aren't we done yet? Exactly. Exactly. We've got, you know, customers that we've seen where, you know, they're chasing down every idea all at once. You know, it's really, really difficult for them to say no to anything. And the status reports on those, you know, everyone's giving long status report meetings and long diatribes about what's going on. What's the problem with this one? What's the status on that one? Is it red, yellow, green? What does that really mean when something red, yellow, and green and what we really want to know is, is it released to the customer? Has the customer seen anything? Is the customer getting any benefit from all the activity that the teams are doing? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I've got 50, I've got a hundred projects going and I've got, you know, eight different VPs that are watching over all of those projects. And, you know, this VP is expecting this project to be done by the, you know, the end of Q3. And this VP is expecting this project by the end of Q4. However, the teams working on those projects need each other. And so I'm dependent on you to get your thing done. So you need to prioritize that higher than what you're working on today. Well, no, we can't really do that because you know, like there's this clashing that's happening where all of the teams are trying to get all the work done that they've signed up for. And it's a mess. Yep. And we know that teams don't want to say no to each other. We want to work together nicely. We always want to say, yes, yes, I'll help you. Yes, I'll help you. And so a lot of times teams will sort of put their own stuff aside, help this other team get their thing done. But then now they have to stay late or work over the weekends to keep on working on their own stuff because, you know, my workday starts, you know, when I can actually start work, it's at 5 p.m. Yeah. That sounds exhausting. The competing priorities, the context switching, you know, all the great ideas happening at the same time. We haven't said anything, like you said to your point earlier, we haven't seen anything about, you know, any demonstrable improvements to the customer, right? Or we haven't said anything about how all of this work is really tying back up to the strategy of the organization, right? There's a disconnect on so many levels. Yeah, and if you picture you know, launching, you know, your fiscal year, if it starts in January or July, whenever, right? So you launch all these new projects, you're starting them off. There's 50 projects starting at the same time. Everybody's doing a sort of competing priorities and, you know, something starting and you don't know how long it's going to be before you're actually releasing that project. And if there's 50 different teams working on 50 different projects at the same time, you've got this long wait time before some the customer can actually see something because you've got tons of work going on in parallel and nothing's getting done. But it feels like you're getting stuff done because you're coming We're to work every day. We're busy. Yeah. Yep. We're all and really our busy. Pro- our project's still green. It's still going to be delivered. But when is that going to be delivered? Let's start talking about what to do about it. What do, talk to us, Anne. What, what have you helped our team, your customers do? 
Okay. So what I've done in the past is, you know, when we have identified that there's too much parallel work going on, I've worked with companies in the past to implement a portfolio team. And what I mean by that is a core group of product strategy folks that work together and act like they're on the same team, which they are anyway, right? So the company has these large goals, these strategic goals that they want to achieve in, you know, multi-year kind of fashion. So then it's important to work together and identify that we are on the same team, all of us together. So it's like a group of VPs or a group of presidents or a group of senior directors, senior leaders in some form get together and they talk about what are we going to do as an organization. And so we're talking about becoming or following organizational swarming. We need to swarm as an organization. This one team that is coming together. They are essentially going to be driving the focus of the rest of the teams in the organization. Right. So if you have a team that's focused on strategy, they can connect to the execution of those strategies. And so it's important for that group to decide what is our number one highest priority within this business unit? You know, what is the most important thing that we need to release immediately to start getting that return on our investment and finding out what is the skill set that we need in order to do that? Put those group of people together and swarm on that idea and get it out the door. I like what you're saying is that the swarming starts at the top, right? Where you have the small group, they have a clear understanding of what the strategy is within the organization. They have insight into the initiatives, the work, the large projects, whatever epics, whatever we want to call them. And they are setting that direction of, you know, they are the middle piece between the strategy and the execution. And so the swarming is really starting with that team agreeing to what are the highest parties because we got a lot of ideas. There's a lot of work that could be going on, but we're going to steer the ship and focus them in on the highest priority. And we do this with what? With budgets and with financing. So can you talk a little bit about um, how that team drives that execution with, with funding? Yeah. So a way to make this happen in an easier form, or at least to simplify this entire process is to form a team who has the talent and skill set. It's a large team, right? Maybe team of teams that have the talent, talent and skill set to implement along your system, right? That can operate inside your system, release enhancements around your entire system, bring those two people together, form them on a permanent team. And once you understand how much that team costs, that becomes your yearly budget, right? So you have, let's say, you know, on a small scale, you have 500 people, they cost this much for an entire year. Boom. That's our budget. Now we know exactly what we're going to spend for the next year. So now when we say, okay, what kind of items are we going to do? We, that becomes our implementation list is when we get together as that portfolio team and we say, okay, we have this group of people and we have this list of things that we want to do. Let's all work together to do these number one through five. Let's do that together, you know, at least reduce down to, you know, those kind of numbers so that we're all working together to get number one done and number two. And we're taking a concerted effort to document how did number one do? You know, that number one item that was the most important thing for us when the customer actually received it, what was their response? Do we need to tweak a little bit here and there? So we need to carve out that capacity to have the freedom to say, you know what? We spent January implementing number one and we finished it 
but we were going to start our number two, but the right thing to do is to fix number one first. I love what you're saying, because this is not only touching on the agility that this kind of team is setting up, right? You mentioned, oh, we've gotten some feedback. And now instead of starting on priority number two, we're going to keep on priority number one with a twist because we learned some new information from our customers, right? So what you're describing is a lot about the flexibility and agility to be able to pivot and change. And then the other thing that I love about what you're saying is the swarming. It's the focus. It is the setting the direction. It is continuing to ensure that what your teams will be executing against really still lines up with what's important from a strategic perspective. You know, we've definitely touched on how from a behavioral perspective or a a team perspective, we could improve and do organizational swarming. Let's not forget how important tooling is in this activity, right? Having the tools, the right tool to roll up all of what your team is doing, right? You know, if your teams are following certain ways of working, we want to know that, you know, they're able to complete the tasks and they're, they're reaching those objectives. And so choosing the right tool to document those objectives and to also connect your strategy level down to your execution level. ISO's technology is born and bred inside of tooling. And we bring that expertise along with our understanding of it and that we will bring not only our expertise, but like a significant investment that ISOS has made to understanding the options that are available in the market today and tomorrow. Like we are committed to that and we want to bring that to our clients when we're working with the teams in connecting strategy to execution. It's not just about getting all of the right people on the team and on the right page, but also the tooling to support that visibility into what the teams are working on and what the strategy of the organization is. I'm Tracy Walton, Atlassian Consultant at ISOS Technology. Thank you for joining Anne and me today to discuss organizational swarming. Visit isostech.com slash get agile and download our white paper on enterprise agile transformation. Thank <laughs> you.